0: Welcome to this week's of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback.
1: And this is the original Captain Crust himself, Matt Golden. How are you, buddy? How was your Christmas? Doing good, but what's Captain Crust? Don't worry about it. I am, it's a new title I'm rolling with. Uh, I I was mulling that or Golden God, uh, you know. I was also going to say murky crustiness to you, but you know, I'd I just, i do not know, I don't know what I'm doing. Really getting to the gutter punk scene. Yeah, yeah, let's just get started today. We're uh, we're talking about the brand new movie Manchester by the Sea number two, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the equally as depressing sequel. <laughs> yep, because you realize that <laughs> everyone in that first one died. Yeah, None of the characters made a repeat appearance.
1: Yeah, they all died. They talk There's like a 45 minute yeah. sequence where Casey Affleck is there. Uh he looks he a lot stronger. Affleck. Yeah. He yeah. he worked out really hard to get in, in shape for this film. And he got some sweet tattoos, I think. I think those are real.
0: Yeah. He went under a severe physical transformation just like Christian Bale in The Machinist.
1: I all I thought that he or did Or Danny
0: the Beal in The Lorax. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All I thought that he did was shave like that one thing into his eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs>
0: the, well, the, you know that's a good style when it's called that one thing. Yeah. yeah. You just shave a yeah. line into your eyebrow. I like your one thing you got there.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I was hoping someone would notice. Uh, but Jason Momoa uh, is actually not Casey Affleck, uh, despite all the Instagram uh, posts trying to claim that they've never been in the same room together. And
0: Manchester by the Sea 2 is actually not Manchester by the Sea 2. It's oh. Aquaman. <laughs>
1: I have been duped. I would never have gone and seen a movie called Aquaman.
0: It was still, I mean, Oscar Caliber, either way.
1: Yeah. Um, well, just tell me this one thing, because was Aquaman White? <laughs> That's the <laughs> only thing of importance.
0: Uh, are you talking about in the comics or
1: in the film? In the in the film, of course.
0: Um, no, he's half Atlantean. Oh God. Yeah.
1: Oh no. I made I took my mom to see this movie, man. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to break it to her. Oh wait, he's Hawaiian, so that counts.
0: I don't. His dad was from Massachusetts, I think. So oh, that's we're cool. cool. He's a Red Sox fan, so that's works. Oh yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah, Yeah, he's unacceptable. Likely ready. Probably like Tom Brady.
1: Uh, We are just kidding. Of course, we are not that racist here. thanks for clarifying yeah <laughs>
0: i really really felt like that needed it, clarification it definitely
1: yeah. did on this podcast uh spoilers ahead everyone hey
0: look at us ahoy and we're gonna be talking about dc's big and only offering of this year
1: yeah and they uh they got it to us as early in the year as they possibly could
0: <laughs> uh i will say just rough the back i did enjoy this film uh, i thought it was a good popcorn movie
1: it was a great popcorn movie. I ate so many popcorn in this movie.
0: This was one of the things, too, This film. I don't know whether I did, just blocked it out. I only saw the trailer once because I, only, I only watch trailers once. Uh, but I forgot every other, like, I forgot that Willem Dafoe was in this film, that Nicole Kidden was in this film, that Patrick Wilson was in this film, that Dolph Lundgren was in this film.
1: Tell me why. I I love Patrick Wilson as an actor, but I hate his face. His face <laughs> bugs me, and I don't know why. Well,
0: that makes him a perfect villain, then.
1: It did. I hated yeah. his guts. For no reason other yeah. than his face. Like yeah. I rooted for him <laughs> the whole movie.
0: Well, that's strange. <laughs> uh,
1: he's full-blooded son, you know? Yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa is just yeah. a filthy half-breed.
0: Okay, it's taking a weird turn on this <laughs> podcast.
1: Uh,
0: I did think, as we've seen him in Justice League, I thought Momoa was great as Aquaman. Uh this was definitely a little different take on Arthur Curry than what we get in the comics. But I did like that they gave him like those rougher edges. He's not polite. He's not a Boy Scout. Even though he's super powerful and strong, he is not Superman. He he leads his own path.
1: Yeah, I am probably equally as strong as Aquaman. I can do at least 50 push-ups if you give me an hour.
0: So what do you think of uh, in the beginning of the film when Aquaman left Black Manta's father there to die?
1: Uh I fucking cheered. I think I creamed my jeans or my sweatpants, whatever I was wearing. Who so knows? you
0: were you were in right off the bath then.
1: Yeah. Let him die. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You're not Superman. I mean You're I, not a Boy Scout.
0: I was expecting that to happen because Black Manta famously blames Aquaman for his father's death. Yeah, I mean uh, he definitely it was his fault. Yeah, it was a hundred percent his fault. Yeah.
1: Yeah, not only did he pin him against the wall and then trap him in there while he watched his father essentially get blown up because he was gonna drown yeah. otherwise uh yeah it was great i couldn't i couldn't believe that they opened a movie like that thank you dc i mean it's still a heavy heavy tone yeah um
0: but it i mean then we transitioned to him with his father and then we're going to have a drink at the bar which had this great scene with a bunch of bikers surround him uh threateningly and they just turn out because they want a picture with him yeah i have this brief little montage so it was a nice change in tone what this movie does a lot though is I feel like this movie has like, whenever there's like a very like serious speech or like a touching moment, like a quiet moment in the film, like an explosion happens like out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: uh, out of fucking that nowhere. That happens like I
0: think three or four times in this film too.
1: I went and saw it with my mom and she's she doesn't go see a lot of action movies or anything, but she jumped out of her skin like three or four times. It was absolutely bizarre how often they were just like, there's no time for subtlety. There's no time for heart touching moments. It's all action.
0: Well, I mean, this film was directed by James Wan, uh, who's been in charge of the insidious franchise, the conjuring franchise. Uh, so he knows his jump scares for sure. don't uh, the scares was his, uh, was his intent necessarily, but just having those shocking moments that you don't see coming is something that he's mastered really well.
1: It's a jump moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, what do you think of Willem Dafoe as Volco? Uh,
1: love the hairstyle. Uh, Interesting choice for, for Willem Dafoe uh, to be in this movie. Just, I, yeah. I thought he was great. I thought he was but good. But it was so weird. He
0: played it very understated, which you don't expect from Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I
1: was kind of expecting a little over the top, something a little weird with it.
0: We did get to see a little bit of like the de-aging technology when they had flashbacks yeah. to Younger Off-Man, which we've seen done uh, really well in the Marvel films. I enjoyed how they handled the flashbacks in this film. They were intercut throughout the film, and they weren't overly long. Cause I don't need to hear an origin story again and again and again.
1: No, I love the way that they went back with it. Like that's not an exaggeration. I actually, actually fucking loved it. They just went back for maybe five minutes at a time. They didn't do this big, long drawn out thing. Yeah. Like I was really expecting and it was perfect. Couldn't have gone better. Uh, and I don't know how they wrangled all those sea creatures for this film, (laughs) but wow. (laughs) Those sharks were great actors. Yeah, They're fantastic shark actors. Whoever's training those sharks and those gigantic seahorses is doing a great job and they need a raise.
0: Well, and they finally got an octopus drummer, which is, we've been crying out for a long time. Yeah,
1: I've been saying for years, the comic book movies need to really stick true to the, the octopus drummer, which
0: of course that's a reference to Aquaman's old sidekick in from decades ago. Uh, an octopus. So kudos to James Wan for throwing an octopus drummer in there. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Back in, I want to say the '60s or early '70s, Aquaman Psychic was an octopus.
1: How do you know this? Uh, We're a comic book pod, podcast, uh-huh. but you know way too much. You're like 33 years well, old. You know way too much.
0: I just squeeze out the unimportant things, like wedding anniversaries, yeah, kids' birthdays, yeah. That's not important. No. Aquaman sidekick from decades ago, from decades before I was existed. Yeah, you no. Know.
1: I I try to schedule cons around Alex's kid's birthday just to see if he'll notice. It's perfect. It has yeah. worked in my favor every single time.
0: <laughs> um what do you think of the special effects for Atlanta and all the underwater work? Uh
1: by the way, I love that it's at- it's Atlantis, Atlantis yeah, <laughs> not Atlanta.
0: It? Atlanta is a much different series, <laughs> starring the Prowler from yeah. the hit MCU film. Yes, he is uh, Spider Man.
1: I, I thought it looked gorgeous. Um, I yeah. thought they could have done a little bit more in it, kind of like with Black Panther. Like how I wanted to see more of Wakanda. I wanted to see more of the city, but it was still cool.
0: But it, it was really impressive. I mean, not just like the, obviously just the way they're always like floating, still able to perform how they just glide across the water. And there's even like little things like ocean master Orm, Patrick Wilson's character. His hair is slicked back with his bleep on hair. But when they show up from behind, you still see like the very ends of his hair, like dangling and moving, uh, in the ocean. Like, this is a film that I'd be curious to watch the behind the scenes of on the DVD to see how they got this performance.
1: Absolutely. Uh, as long as Taika Waititi is doing the, uh, the commentary, I'm, I'm sold. Um, I loved, speaking of the like the floating around, that was probably, I think, the most impressive thing to me the entire films. In uh, one scene specifically comes to mind when Aquaman is captured uh, by Orm, and Orm just kind of floats down towards him, and it's just so smooth and looks so beautiful, and the CGI is absolute perfection in that moment. I'm like, they really yeah. captured uh, I mean- how I think that I feel when <laughs> yeah. I'm in water.
0: Exactly. I mean, like you obviously know it's all CGI, but like you buy into it. Like it looks like how it looks like the comic pages uh, on the screen, and like how they move there. Uh, they did a fantastic job uh, creating a city and creating a hill movement, uh, people and motion that you just don't see in film. Yeah, you
1: couldn't have done an Aquaman film ten years ago with the technology. Like,
0: I mean, you could have it be a very different film.
1: Yeah, it would it would be really? Sh- I mean, it might end up like Green Lantern.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. If they did Green Lantern now, I feel like it would be Aquaman in space.
0: Yeah. If they ever do Green Lantern.
1: Please. They're doing Corpse in 2020. Like, we'll see. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we're fine. Yeah. For the love of God, let us be fine.
0: Um. So, what, one thing I loved about this film was that all the costumes and outfits were very comic book accurate. Ocean Master's outfit looked that just. helmet, though. The helmet, yeah. Holy shit, that yeah. helmet. Looked just like the comics. And I loved it too because it was an expressive helmet. Yep. Like, he, you got to see when he, when he furrowed his brow, uh, when he squinted. Uh, I thought that was a nice touch.
1: Something that I loved was the, the whole scene. It was near the beginning of the film with Black Manta when he's making his helmet. Yeah. Uh, And he has to make it bigger. Yeah.
0: That was a Excellent. nice touch. A Jaws preference and a, and a, basically the reasons why his helmet looked a little bit larger. But also to where he just looked like the comic book. And I've always loved Black Manta's look in the comic uh, so as I nice see that and
1: one of the greatest looking villains of all time.
0: Yeah, I agree. And Aquaman not in his traditional outfit for the entire for most of the film. But whenever we see him come out with a trident and the orange suit, the orange armor and the green gloves. I mean, it, it's 100% from the comic that it just looks great.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh, Real quick on that villain note, though. Uh, Who's got a better like head? uh more iconic thing: uh, Black Manta or Doc Ock in his straight across bangs.
0: <laughs> Doc Ock in a bowl cut. 100%. Yeah, oh, that bowl yeah. cut is
1: is yeah. the most iconic. Any Doc Ock time.
0: without a bowl cut is no doctor of mine.
1: Exactly, couldn't agree more. Tell me something you didn't like about this movie.
0: There were like a couple like cheesy moments. Like some of the jokes miss for me. Oh yeah, uh, there's some big yeah. misses on jokes. And I like I kind of feel like those jokes. Like if I was 13, I would love those jokes. Yeah. Some of the pacing was wasn't a little bit great. This film, you can tell, borrows a lot from *Romancing the Stone*, uh, *Raiders of the Lost Ark*, and films like that. Especially the relationship between Mira and Aquaman, and we haven't talked about her, but Amber Heard did a great job as Mira. I thought she was fantastic. Oh my god, I couldn't yeah. disagree
1: more. <laughs> I thought she, she was, was really good. Horrible. Uh, like her acting, like she did a great mm-hmm. job as Mira, fine yeah. show. Sure, but her acting in like certain moments was like cringy. Uh,
0: to me, the cringiest part. Was whenever they kissed at the very end, like in the Ugh. middle of the battle. It's like, sure, guys, take time to kiss. Thousands are literally dying around you.
1: Yeah. It yeah. was so weird. Yeah. I thought that her performance is very clunky at times. She shows up to, to come and bring him back to the ocean randomly. I thought that was very poor writing and very lazy writing. Well,
0: I mean, she's in Justice League as well, and they talk and me then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
1: I know, and he yeah. recognizes her instantly. And I'm glad they didn't man. do the water
0: bubbles to talk as we've seen Justice oh, that League. that
1: was awful. That was so dumb.
0: That was a great decision on James Bond Park, just to ignore that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was super mad that they didn't play Ocean Man by Ween even once. It <laughs> should have been throughout film. the entire film. Yeah, yeah, it should have been constant yeah. in the background. Or just
0: the mollusk playing the entire album. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah,
1: Put that whole goddamn record yeah. on there. I thought Amber Heard was very clunky acting. Some of it was good. Some of it was very poor.
0: The soundtrack wasn't great for me
1: in this film. Jason Momoa had some big misses in my part too, in my opinion. But that being said, it was still one of my favorite DC films. Of the last decade. That's good. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, yeah. I know that we were saying that we both liked it earlier and it was a lot better than these Superman shitty movies we've been watching. I mean,
0: to be honest with you and like, I know it's a popular opinion, but I probably enjoyed to squad squad more as a film. I did this one and I know that I'm way out of left field on that. For yeah. That most is a people. bizarre. I know uh, you
1: like suicide squad a lot though,
0: but I mean, uh, no I'm not taking anything away from this film i just uh i think suicide squad as a whole was a better film but maybe it's too because like this film i think suicide Squad maybe like an hour and a half maybe hour 40 this film was two and a half hours long too so for a film without an origin story uh, although atlantis was essentially its origin story uh i think it i think it could have been chopped down maybe 10 15 minutes
1: yeah i was saying about 15 minutes seems about right to be chopping this movie down it needs to be two hours though like it's chock full of shit
0: so who do you think was the better villain Ocean Master, Orm, uh, or Black Manta.
1: Ocean Master, without a doubt, you just kind of get that vibe, like yeah. Black Manta's a pirate, like he's not of super large consequence. They did a good job. Fight scenes and stuff.
0: Yeah, they did a good job. Obviously, like we talked about, his outfit was amazing. Uh, The performance was good for Black Manta, uh, but he's more of a pawn in this. Like he does have his own revenge tale. Uh, I mean that's his whole arc is revenge. I kind of feel like this was, and they judging by the cut scene or the after credit scene, they tend to use him again. But I think this was just kind of like an introductory way into black Manta. Yeah. Let
1: him become way more powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, this kind this movie sort of revolves around Orm and his hatred of, of Aquaman himself and basically his desire to commit, you know, fratricide and kill his brother. And by the way, fratricide kind of sounds like when your frat brother dates a girl in the least popular sorority. So you kind of like excommunicate him. Yeah.
0: That's actually the origin of that word. (laughs) It wasn't around until 1972.
1: (laughs) It it was around when animal house came out.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure it was around whenever Limp Biscuit hit the, hit the waves.
1: (laughs) Uh, R.I.P. Bro.
0: So I'd, What's the question before? I don't want to say how would you rate this film, but
1: I would rate it in a bunch of ways. Okay, that's good. <laughs>
0: Actually, I've got a quick quiz for you. Yeah, hit me. Okay.
1: Seventeen question quiz, ready go. Can question you name
0: one. Which actors in this film have already been in a superhero film playing another role?
1: Playing a different role? Yes. Uh yes, I can. Okay. Next question. Okay. <laughs> uh so you didn't say to name okay. any of them,
0: you just said Can you name any of them?
1: Uh, yes uh, you didn't you also did not ask me to name any of this film has a could. lot
0: of crossover between people that have experienced superhero films before
1: uh of course yeah uh willem defoe
0: yeah uh played green goblin in the yep. spider-man films and he was great in that uh we also had patrick wilson you remember what he was in
1: oh not off the top of my head i feel like i really should yeah you're gonna oh yeah oh sorry watchman <laughs> yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my <laughs> god i was yourself. about to feel really yeah. really dumb
0: okay How about Randall Park, the guy that played Dr. Stephen Shin in this film? Who played who? Dr. Stephen Shin, the Atlanta sex we saw on TV and in the after credits with Black Manta when you rescued him.
1: Uh, Pass.
0: He was also in Ant Man of the Wasp that came out this year. Okay. Yeah, he played that FBI agent uh, Uh, that Ant Man always like to mess with. Okay, last one Dolph Lundgren.
1: Oh, shit. Every uh, superhero movie in my dreams.
0: He played, he was in the first Punisher movie playing the Punisher uh, way back when, which is not a good film. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. When was this movie? Yeah. I want to say this was like late 80s, early 90s. Uh, It, it was a flop. I'm pretty sure it was a straight to DVD film. Because uh,
1: there was another Punisher movie that came out that was definitely not Dolph Larkin. No, yeah,
0: yeah, no. The, those were all after this okay, one. Okay, He was in the first Punisher movie. And then he was also... Uh, he had a role in season four for uh, an extended arc in Arrow as well.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that so one.
0: So he, he's made the rounds. Good so on So all these people have... Uh, well, most people have been to the well before.
1: Yeah. And... I'm really, really happy that I just pulled that Patrick Wilson one out because yeah. I would have been really, yeah. really sad. Well, Dafoe was very obvious. Green Goblin was a massive yeah, yeah, villain. Yeah. Especially when we were growing up. Like Spider Man in theaters was the biggest thing that had ever yeah, happened, I think other people than forget, Titanic. Yeah,
0: how big those films were.
1: I um, think like honestly, like as a kid, the two films that I remember, like in the middle school to high school range. Were spider-man and titanic were like the two biggest films that had ever come out
0: mine was fried green tomatoes and fried green tomatoes
1: <laughs> that was a terrible joke
0: <laughs> so uh i don't want to say like on a scale of one to ten how would you rate this film because we got, our, we got yeah. our big rankings coming. and i will say too that. uh i'll say in a second but do you think it's a film that people should go see in theaters Yes, wait?
1: Okay. 100%. Go see it in theaters. I saw it in IMAX and I did not regret it.
0: Do you, so, do you think DC is on the right track?
1: Yes, 100%. Yeah,
0: I think this is film is not as good as Wonder Woman, which uh, I think you would agree with uh, yes, on that. Absolutely. But it is a very fun film.
1: Patty Jenkins is greater than James Wan as a director. Yeah. Obviously. Uh James Wan is far superior to Zack Snyder as well. Uh in my opinion.
0: Uh so you hated Watchmen?
1: No, I didn't hate Watchmen, but I love those scary movies that he did, like The Conjuring. They're both fantastic They hate the Dawn of the
0: Dead remake, is what you're telling me.
1: Dawn of the Dead remake is okay, at best. Like The Watchmen movie is phenomenal. Uh, It's way underrated.
0: uh, I agree. It really is. It's really underappreciated for what it is, uh, especially for performance, but we're not talking about that today. No, we're not. We'll talk about Watchmen when it comes on HBO uh, next year, hopefully. Yeah, if we're lucky. Yeah, I, I think this is like we talked about. I think it's an excellent popcorn film. Uh, it's visually a treat. Are um, you going to own this film? Yeah. Yeah, same. But well, I mean, I own everything. Like, if you notice on my cabinet, there's a copy of Venom on there as well. I got I got that for Christmas.
1: I'll be purchasing Venom myself, actually. Yeah. Like, I, I thought Venom was a good film.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting. James Wan is a horror director, and Venom was directed by Robert Fleischer, uh, or Ruben Fleischer, uh, who's a horror director as well. So I see these influences coming out. We have New Mutants next year, due to just be a horror film. A straight yeah.
1: up horror film, yeah. and why are these non-action movie directors getting these big jobs? Because they can fucking handle
0: it. Yeah, and they know storytelling and suspense. Yeah, so that's it, what it's worked so far. That's all it is. is yes. Yeah.
1: if you can tell a good suspense movie, that's storytelling.
0: But as Matt uh, hinted at too, next week is going to be the part one of our end of the year top ten where we reveal our top ten superhero film and TV shows. Yeah, so uh, our,
1: our next couple of weeks are going to be the those first two parts. And I think we're also going to include – when I say I think, I know we're definitely going to include <laughs> our December number one somewhere in there. Look forward to that.
0: And our year-end podcast will include more comic book rankings as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's
1: going to be all sorts of rankings in there um
0: and if if we ever like rank a film like higher or lower than how we rated it on in an initial episode opinions change you yeah. know a film i thought was a 10 might be a five like after i got some distance like eight, eight months from it i'm sure everyone to experience that after they saw justice league and they realized that nine months later that ben affleck is the best batman of all time like yeah, we've can, all been through that
1: yeah nobody's been through that except for one person that i know uh However, that being said, I agree with the rest of what you were saying. Uh, opinions do change. Agree with all of it.
0: I'm glad rankings
1: you can change. I can go and compare apples and oranges, and maybe I had zero expectation going in to see Venom, yeah. and I gave it a seven and a half. But a movie that I ranked a six ends up above. It, yeah, you know? and our list, might, our
0: list probably change uh, until the day we record too.
1: Yeah, my list is going to change so much because I haven't made it yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're off to a good start, but. That's going to be it for this week's Henchman of Comics. As always, you can follow us or you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com.
1: You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's it.
0: (laughs) For Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Dashback.
1: And I'm probably not Aquaman.
0: Henchin ain't easy.